0: Hey y'all, Bina 007 back for another 10 minute spoiler-free movie review and today I'm simply talking about Olivier Assayas's film Personal Shopper which played the London Film Festival. It came to the festival on a wave of glory because its director won the Best Director Prize at the Cannes Film Festival this year. He won it jointly with Christiane Munju for graduation which is also playing in the festival. And I was very hotly anticipating this film because his previous work, Clouds of Sils Maria, was one of the most well-acted, elegant abstracts just enigmatic films that i would seen in the past year and this film also stars kristen stewart so i kind of find it interesting that of all the sort of hollywood actresses of her generation who's gone through a big franchise film it feels like she's the one who's really pushing herself to do these really interesting art house movies that push her towards ever greater acting performances I have to say that for me Personal Shopper was a bit of an alpha gamma film, and by that I mean it it was both simultaneously amazing and terrible. So to start off with what I found amazing, I think Kristen Stewart's performance has rightly been praised. She plays a young woman called Maureen who works as a personal shopper to, it's actually, it's not clear whether the woman is like a famous actress or something or just incredibly wealthy, but effectively her job lies in running around, picking up really nice fashion items for her, jewelry, handbags. She obviously has full access to the woman's flat. But really, it's just a holding job because Maureen wants to stay in Paris. She has recently been bereaved. Her twin brother has died of a congenital heart failure, a disease that Maureen also faces. So she's also dealing with not just the grief for her brother, but the fact that she too could suffer a death. It turns out that actually both of them, Maureen and Lewis, were mediums. And so she feels that she has to stick around in Paris to get some kind of sign from him, which sounds a little bit absurd, right? And actually, the opening scene of this film is of her driving up to his old house and sort of camping overnight, waiting to see a spooky vision. It it sounds absurd, but it's not. And the reason it's not is because Kristen Stewart absolutely commits to this performance, It's incredibly moving. We truly believe this is a woman trapped by her grief and unable to move on with her life and so vulnerable because of it. Because of her grief, she is so open to being exploited. And, you know, as the film unravels, what we realize is that part of the way in which she's being exploited potentially, or is it really a ghost, is that someone is cyber-stalking her and sending her text messages. So that brings me to what I didn't like about the film. And I didn't like its central conceit, which is the idea that she's being stalked by text message and responding to it Um, for a couple of reasons. I think that visually, cinematically it's pretty weak for 30 minutes at the centre of this film just to watch someone texting back and forth with someone who's withholding their identity I think it's meant to be incredibly scary and spooky and we're meant to feel peril that this woman's like laying herself open and vulnerable in this way but I just really found it quite dull. I mean you know what it's like in real life when you have a conversation that you're actually part of and you're waiting for those three dots on the iPhone for someone to write their response. I mean this is even worse right? (laughs) And and um, I think that Olivier Assias is a director. And this like brings me to my point. I'm amazed that of all the awards this film got at Cannes, the one it got was directing, not acting. Anyway, I don't think he's in control of his material. I feel that the film is tonally just all over the place and jarring. You have, on the one hand, this beautiful emotional character drama and then this weird thriller that I don't think he's really committed to. I don't think we're meant to really know or care who done it so to say and the way it wraps up is just so quick and so obvious and so banal. The film just jumped the shark at that point for me and I never really got back into it sadly. The fact that I almost got back into it again is entirely down to Kristen Stewart's performance but I think it is a fundamental flaw that that felt the need to combine the emotion with this hammy thriller plot and I know that In The Clouds of Sils Maria, there's also this amazing, wonderful, ambiguous mystery in it and and at the end. But I feel that that was genuinely enigmatic. Like it didn't, he didn't feel the need to sort of turn the cogs of the wheel of the thriller plot as he does in this film. So personal shopper. I think it's probably still worth watching right, for Kristen Stewart because she is so amazing but um, yeah this is definitely not as good a film as Clouds of Souls Maria and I would have to say that I think I mean I'm probably being a little bit harsh on it in my negative aspects of the direction but this is a film that has had very differing critical responses so some people absolutely adore it and love it and some people have really felt it was just a directorial mess so I think kind of like my conflicted response probably accurately reflects the critical conclusion. Census for whatever that's worth. Personal Shopper has a running time of 105 minutes and is rated 15. The movie played Cannes, Toronto and London 2016. It opens on December 14th in Belgium and France, on January 19th in Germany, January 26th in the Netherlands, the 27th in Austria, on February 2nd in Russia, on March 3rd in the UK and Ireland and on March the 10th in the USA. Okay, that wraps it up for today's uh, podcast review. It's only one film. I did also watch an amazing film called Christine, but as I'm watching a documentary on the same topic later in the week, I figured I'd cover both of those together. In the meantime, whatever you watch at the cinema, I hope you thoroughly enjoy it.